Hashtag Stories of the Day Hashtag SAFM Sunrise Do you suffer from sort of pollen allergies? Do you know people who do and are sneezing all the time and sniffing all over the radio all the time? Someone's nodding her head very furiously. Um, And now, and I mean spring is kind of the worst time, depends where you are. Now they're trying to use artificial intelligence to detect and classify pollen. And they'll be able to do it in real time. And if you can do it in real time, you'll be able to forecast when you're going to have a sort of bad kind of pollen week. Professor Johnny Peter is the head of the division of allergology. Never said that word before. For allergology and clinical immunology at Crudescure Hospital and at the UCT Lung Institute. Professor Peter, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, thank you. A bit of a yeah. <laughs> well, um, so I, I suppose to try and predict in real time what's happening with pollen would really help people. You'll be able to do, you know, live radio updates on the pollen count. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's probably worth for people just to have a bit of context. So at the moment, uh, the only way that most places around the world can monitor pollen is we put up a kind of a big sort of drum that faces the direction of the wind and it sucks in pollen into something that turns slowly over the course of seven days. It's almost like a sticky tape and the pollen sticks to it. Then we have to take out once a week the pollen, the, the sticky tape, and look at it under the microscope. This allows us to identify which grains were in the air and, uh, you know, how many grains were in the air at that time. But effectively, you can imagine that's giving us a view of what happened last week. So uh, the real advantage is basically what, what we're now doing is we're bringing in some instruments that are going to use very similar mechanism, but except instead of having to take out the sticky tape and use somebody to look at it, it's going to take a camera and use artificial intelligence image recognition to identify the pollen grains. And that's going to happen every hour or every two hours, depending on how much pollen is in the air. And then that's going to, you can imagine, give just much more real-time mm. measurements for people to, to, to monitor. I mean, pollen, we need to remember, is tiny, right? I mean, it's tiny, tiny, tiny. Absolutely. Pollen, I mean, it's, uh, it's microscopic, um, which is why you need to look at it under the microscope, uh, you know, like sort of 50 micrometers in size. Um, and, but you can clearly see it and you can identify because different pollens, like, for instance, you look at, plane tree, oak tree, these different uh, tree pollens, they all look distinct under the microscope. And then we also can distinguish, say, for instance, grass pollen and molds, uh, and we can distinguish those in the air as well. Um, so I understand spring is one of the worst times. Um, on the high felt, it's often very dry. Uh, once it starts to rain, does that bring po- the pollen count down? Does that bring people's sniffles down a little bit? Yeah, so that's an interesting comment, and it's another reason why real-time monitoring will really help us. Is because, like right now, for instance, it is the spring pollen season, and so we are getting quite high counts. Uh, you know, in, in Kauteng, we're seeing trees, grasses, in the Cape as well. We're seeing quite a good mixture. And on a day that rains a lot, you're 100% right. The rain will kind of wash the pollen out of the sky uh, for that period. But as soon as the next day, let's say the next day is 27 degrees, then... But a lot of the time that will be spiking, uh, the pollen will be up again. And so, you know, when we look retrospectively, we'll often see a week where the weather has influenced exactly that, the day-to-day variability in accounts, but we can't translate that to people accurately at the moment. And that's really where the AI is going to take us forward. Um, is it different if you're, uh, you know, in KwaZulu-Natal or Cape Town or where the humidity is much higher? Does humidity have an impact? Uh, that's also a very good question. So, I mean, just to, to say one, one thing that's fascinating about South Africa is we have all of these different climatic zones and we have what's called biomes. 
uh, where the, the vegetation and the landscape is very different. And so with our South African Pollen Monitoring Network that we sort of really got going in 2019, we have been doing that. We've been mapping out the big cities. So we started with a big populous area. So in KZN, uh, our focus has been Durban and the sort of Maritzburg area, and then obviously comparing it to Joburg, Pretoria, Bloemfontein, PE and, and Cape Town. And what we see there is very different, distinct patterns. You're 100% correct. Yeah. So, um, the, and, and it's not really to do with humidity rather than to do with the climatic zone in that region and also the surrounding vegetation. And does it get worse if you live in a city for too long? Uh, that's a good question, actually. Uh, and probably the answer to that is, is that um, it, it depends on what you're allergic to. So depending, you know, you happen if you're in a in a kind of farmland area and you are allergic to a grass that's very prominent there, you might actually have more problems. But what happens in the city, which is quite an interesting thing we've observed, is a synergy with air pollution. And so that's actually another exciting thing that's happening for the South African Pollen Monitoring, is that we're going into a partnership with the South African Weather Service. And the South African Weather Service monitor air quality across the country, and they look at things like, uh, you know, uh, sulfur, dioxide, um, ozone, uh, particulate matter. And there's this very interesting, quite a lot of observation now that that the two work synergistically to make allergies worse. So there's a lovely study around highways where there's a lot of diesel fume exposure. Patients that have allergies and live in close proximity to that have worse symptoms than people that just have allergies, for instance. Professor Johnny Peter, thank you so much. Head of the Division of Allergology and Clinical Immunology at Crotuscure Hospital and at the UCT Lung Institute.